not invalidate the prayer because they are one of the things that are useful in the house. Alhamdulillah. There is also mention, um, again I stand to be corrected, um, Hazrat Abu Huraira, uh, or the Sahaba, was known as the father of the kitten. It was also the person who was the most narrated hadith. And um, Huraira was very, very fond of cats. So if you have been um, to Makkah, Medina, um, you know, to the Holy Lands, Alhamdulillah, you'll notice there used to be cats in the harem. I haven't been there recently, so I'm not certain. But also, aside from cats, there are other animals that people love and show um, lots of kind towards and kindness towards uh, there are people who love horses there are people who love dogs there are people who love rabbits there are people who enjoy having um, fish in their home Alhamdulillah, and, and many other um, sort of um, types of animals some people prefer breeds of um, or species of monkeys others enjoy species or various species of birds others enjoy species of fish whatever it is that you feel will suit your lifestyle um, or references of your family. Um, these are things that you need to consider before thinking of getting a pet. So, let me explain something to you. Benefits of having a pet. Parents or caregivers, it is your duty to teach your child responsibility at a very young age. And if you decide your family that it would be good to have a pet, these are some of the considerations that need to be taken place first. Number one, your lifestyle. Yours and your partners and your children. Even if you don't have any children, you just want a pet for yourself, to ask yourself, do I have the time after this pet? Do I have additional funds to buy food? Because this pet is like a baby. You have invited into your home, into your life. You have made this choice that I want a pet. You cannot say that my mother will look after this cat or my domestic helper will look after this cat. You have made a decision to bring a pet into your home. Before you even do this, ask yourself, will I have time to spend with this pet? Will I have time to feed on my own? Do I have the funds to feed this pet? Do I have funds for medical expenses? Because yes, it's, a, it's an amana. It, it's a creation of Allah. And yes, they also get sick. Pets also get sick. Pets also need um, to visit the vet and need to be groomed and taken care of. Do I have the necessary resources to care for this pet? important questions you need to ask yourself. Then you have to also remind yourself and your children. If there's any child that has any allergies, you are in a home where there are five people and one person may be asthmatic or one person may have allergies, then unfortunately you cannot get a pet because it's not fair that everybody can't enjoy the love and, 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 and attention and and. and that a pet brings along as well as the responsibility. So that also needs to be taken into consideration that everyone is choosing a particular pet. There's no allergies. Um, there's a commitment from everyone in the family. There's like a duty roster 
or you know um, a chore roster who will be you know changing water who will be feeding who will be cleaning up who will be playing um, and also you know you can think of different ideas or maybe maybe duties you can't just have one person in charge of feeding the little pet you can't have one person just in charge of the pool because that is something lots of children don't want to do so that's not fair we have a baby and a baby messes the nappy everyone normally runs to the mum baby is also belongs to the dad baby is also a sibling to all the siblings we think about it as well when you bring a, a young baby it could be a puppy or a kitten or a little rabbit or a little hamster it's also a baby Who's going to clean up after them? Who's going to clean the place where they sleep? You are putting, um, placing a dog outside of your home for the purpose of protection because I've been, well, I was told that that's the only reason that you can have a dog. Again, if I'm incorrect, please, um, please, please privately message me and correct me so the correct information can be shared with listeners. Um, when you have a dog tied to a leash or tied to a chain or tied to a pole all the time, then you are actually causing harm to that dog. Animal um, that you choose to bring home as a pet should have the freedom of loving the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intended for that pet to love. There should be time to be spent outside. There should be time spent running around in the garden. There should be time spent, well, if, if, obviously it's a fish, it's going to be different, but thinking of all of that, the, the animal that you choose, the habitat, the breed, um, the type of lifestyle that this particular animal has, and can you accommodate for that in your life? So it's very cute to have a pet, very nice to say, so-and-so has um, a particular pet, let me also get one for my son and daughter. Yes, it's nice, it's cute, it's thoughtful, but there's lots of responsibilities that come with it. And sadly, children would want a particular pet because maybe their friends do or they see it on, you know, their school friends talk about it or a family member has it. But it becomes a responsibility of the parents to take care of their pet and that's not Children, ask your children beforehand, how much time do you have for your schoolwork, for maktab work, for your chores that you will do at home? Because children should be involved in the household chores because it is a sunnah. How much time do you have for your salah, which is compulsory from the time your child is seven, start reading your salah, learning your salah, about salah? How much time do you have for zikr? How much time do you have for relaxation? And how much time do you have to play with a pet? This must be taken into consideration. It's said when many parents say, so-and-so wanted a cat, or so-and-so wanted a dog or a rabbit, but now I'm left to clean the animal. See? And you can't actually say the children want it and I'm stuck. Or the adult. The rules to be coming from you. Once all of that is decided and everyone comes to a unanimous decision and a commitment that we are going to all be in this together because it's like bringing home a visitor that you have invited. But the only difference is this visitor is going to stay with you for as long as this visitor is alive, inshallah, or for whatever reason needs to be given away. I know it's best. But this visitor needs to be treated with because that visitor is also a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Very, very important for people to consider.
for the ad break, I want to make you think about something. After taking all of this into consideration, you ask yourself, when you are choosing a pet, your home, teaching your children responsibility, responsibility, life skills on how to take care of one of Allah's creation. Look after the animal with kindness. You would for your sibling. You would for another human being. My animals are in a state of zikr constantly. You are cool to an animal. A sun in it. A great sun in it. Being with your pet. Being nicely to your pet. Feeding your pet. All things that also need to be taken into consideration. And it's also skills that you as a parent teaching your children. They learn to appreciate as creation. Learn about the value of life. They also learn to become independent, responsible, like I said earlier, accountable. Very, very important things to think Come to choosing your pet. Remember also, animals in captivity. Is that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to do? Think, think about. Thinking about fish or, for example, birds. Find out about them. Because birds meant to fly. There are some birds that people keep as pets. Alhamdulillah. Find out. Get as much information as you can about the breed, about the species, about the size of cages where the bird doesn't feel stifled, about their diet, about how do you clean the cages, about how much time should the bird be outside, should can the bird be outside, uh, still in the cage, obviously, but outside, find out all that information so you are empowered. If you don't know, there's lots and lots of videos on social media. Remember, again, when we say videos, to trusted websites or speak to people who have the pet that you intend adopting so you have first-hand experience if this is the pet you. Inshallah, we will be continuing after the ad break. You are back on to Youth Talk with me, Vivi Aisha Lehe. And this morning I'm talking about the positive impact of having a pet. So, is something that I would want to remind everybody that's considering having a pet oh. remember growing up I grew up in Indonesia and mashallah we had very amazing neighbors and if anyone neighbors um, their cats or their dogs or their rabbits um, had babies or even if they had fish um, let's say Send a message with the helpers. One of the aunts would come along and say, um, listen, so-and-so has a whole lot of kittens to give away or a whole lot of puppies to give away or rabbits or fish or whatever it is. Please come and have a look. How easy it was. And everyone used to go and have a look and choose the one they wanted and compare notes for their friends to say, this is what I'm going to name mine and this is what I'm going to do. And they used to walk around the neighborhood with their pets and take their pets on a walk and play with their pets together. And believe it or not, you know, like we were friends and our pets were friends as well. Alhamdulillah. That was simple and easy and it was just beautiful. And if somebody's pet passed away, 
then all the children in the neighborhood would cry because each and every one of us had a strong bond and each and every one of us loved each other's pet as if it was our own. That's how it's supposed to be. Sadly now, people have become very competitive when it comes to animals. They are breeders and they are people that abandon animals, especially when it comes to fireworks. We forget that when we have a pet, um, we, we still, you know, use things that... In, in moments of celebration, I mean, as Muslims, we, you know, we don't, but there are other faiths that do. But when there are people who have pets that love close by to people who celebrate um, using fireworks, into consideration that the animals become afraid, the animals become traumatized. That's also something that we need to consider when we're choosing a pet and where we love. Another important thing that we need to think about, when way. Like lost something that you love so much. Remember, this is the creation of Allah. And Allah puts in your heart that love for this animal, for this pet. Educator, there were times where I needed to console some of the learners in my classroom whose went missing, whose pets were abducted, whose pets passed on. A loss. It's a loss in your home. Like I gave the example, you know, in my opening statement that I felt a terrible loss when my cat was, was attacked um, one night because I lost my father and a week later I lost my cat and his name was Ginger. I remember my nephew Zakir when he visited us from abroad and he was very young and he used to always say, people, Aisha, for you, we have ginger garlic. Just call him ginger garlic. And this cat, I must mention that he was very possessive and protective. But if anyone came home or rang the doorbell, he would run first. Sometimes I used to look at him and tell him, tell me, really a dog inside or a cat? And he'd just look at me and go, ow. And it was just the cutest. Because your cat also becomes possessive of your family members. I mean, think about it when there's a baby in the family. The pet feels a bit neglected. Things to think about. Now, Fortunately, this week, due to my lack of knowledge, lots of ignorance, I learned something disturbing, which I would like to share with our beloved listeners. So, decided that you want a particular breed of pet, whatever it may be, then you need to obviously do research about it. And for whatever reasons that you want a particular breed, that is totally up to you. It's between you and your almighty, alhamdulillah. But, fortunately, there are exploit certain individuals that genuinely love animals and you can see through visuals and pictures of how they look after animals and you know the medical needs are taken care of the love is there the protection is there and they breed the animals and love them to the point where when people are considering purchasing them or you know adopting them the the breeders are very protective because they feel like being away one of my children and i can fully fully understand you can fully understand because this person has been taking care of this little animal since birth. And you feel like you're taking, ripping something out of my life and I'm giving it to somebody else. It can be very difficult. But in their questionnaires, some of their questions can be very, very, very offensive. So, in ends the norm of what is acceptable. So sometimes you may have certain people who will ask you to fill in questionnaires over via email, 
where they want to see pictures of where you love and your security. And I can understand from an emotional point of view that they are concerned about who is going to be so-called the mummy or the daddy of, you know, of my I'm giving to you. But you must remember, you've chosen to be a breeder. You've chosen to sell this cat or dog or rabbit or horse, whatever it is. So once that transaction is made, like it's, it's like when you're giving up a, a child for adoption, you don't have that right anymore. So people forget. The other thing is asking people who want and you know this person is desperate to have a pet because this person wants, for whatever reason, they've made this decision. You are exploiting people by asking them, number one, ridiculous questionnaires to fill out, not wanting to speak to them, but to assess a person's sincerity over an email or impersonal WhatsApp, and yet giving them the third degree when they tell you that I'm not going to send you pictures because of privacy. I mean, let's be honest, we live in South Africa, really not one of the most safest countries in the world. And a total stranger is asking for your address and asking for pictures and videos of the security in your yard and your high walls and your what does your garden look like. You can't be sending pictures like that out to people you don't know. And they have no right to ask you that. Please bear that in mind. Then, make things worse, certain individuals who are misguided, and we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us hidayah. Certain individuals, actually, I don't, I don't even realize this is possible, where they can to speak, person's entire website, breeder's website, there's a point where people who are looking for particular breeds of pets will be able to tell the difference. I mean, someone like me, if you tell me so-and-so um, apparently has so-and-so um, animals available for adoption, I would just go to the website. I wouldn't know. I can't tell who is a genuine breeder and who isn't. Well, now I can after this week. Videos, information is all stolen from registered breeders, and when I say registered, they have councils for breeders, by the way, in case you didn't know. And these scammers make their website so realistic that, like I said, a person on the street like me wouldn't know the difference. And you, so-and-so amount of money must be put into my bank account. You need to ask yourself, somebody refuses to call you, make effort to speak to you on the phone. What are they hiding, one? Number two, somebody offers you something, it sounds too good to be true, usually is. Also get certain breeders that would say to you that, listen, I charge so-and-so amount because I got the animal uh, vaccinated, I took the animal to the, um, I had the animal um, cleaned up, or I did whatever, whatever, and these are expenses that you need to pay. That is incorrect. You did that. Because you love the animal. Like I said, it's like your own child. Fertilizing on that expense, making somebody else pay for that, is exploitation. You need to ask yourself, is 
permissible to sell animals. And I mean, I, this is what I've heard from certain people who have given me information because I've done some investigation. Again, please, please, please find out more details. But my whole aim for today's show is to remind parents Lots of benefits of teaching children how to love all of Allah's creation. And that starts off by getting a pet. So, making an informed decision when you are doing that. Also, to be aware people who exploit this market. Like you say, human trafficking, it sounds like pet trafficking. It's actually very, very scary. There are many people have been scammed, we have been told that your pet will be delivered to you at so-and-so time, give me your address, fill in this questionnaire, where do you work, what is your phone number, and in that excitement, parents, for grandparents, for children, in getting that pet, we become so emotional, we make emotional decisions, and you happily fill in all these ridiculous questions, and all these questions which compromise your safety, sanity, that person on the other side has no intention of sending you any pet. That person on the other side is a thief waiting to take away your money. Please, my beloved listeners, please, please, please do your homework thoroughly. The worst thing that you can do dealing with a scammer and someone who's exploiting you, money. Imagine telling your children, you're sitting on a website or in an app and you're looking at pets. And, you know, you know, children, I mean, us as well. I mean, I'm an adult woman. And I've seen pictures of the breed of the cat that I wanted. And my heart got so attached to it. I'm like, I like this one. And I asked my mommy-in-law and I asked my husband. And I even showed the picture to my mommy. We were all were excited about this particular kitty that we thought we were going to be adopting. It's only to find out that we were scammed. Fortunately, we've opened up a police case, yes, you can, for fraud, and that's what you need to do. There are some people who say, oh, I'd rather let the money go. I don't have the time. No, please don't let the money go. You are letting the money go. You are making that market even bigger. Imagine telling your son or daughter that tomorrow, inshallah, we'll be getting our rabbit or our fish or our particular uh, whatever pet that you've decided on. Your child is so excited, and he or she tells his friends at school, and the teacher, and the people, the maktab, um, all their friends. And then the next day, when the friends would ask, or the mu'alima would ask, and this little child says, get the kitty because. You know what you are doing to a child, to the scammers that are out there. You know that you are playing and toying with other people's emotions because of greed. Allah us all hidayat, inshallah. Really, it is sad. It is sad that there are people out there really do not think about the emotions of others and are out there just to make a quick buck. May Allah save us. Have your cat or your rabbit or your fish or your bird that you've chosen or your dog that you have chosen for protective needs because that's the only time I think you are allowed to have a dog. Again, I stand to be corrected. What do you do now? We love this pet. We want to show it off to everybody. We want to play with this pet. Ask yourself. Day of Qiyamah, you'll be able to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, if I to take care of this pet, which is an amana entrusted to me, I can 
Ya Allah, please accept from me. Remember, this is what you have done. You have made choice. Bring to your home. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation. You have made a choice. I'm going to look after this animal. You're able to do so. Sadly, may sometimes get so attached to a pet. And for whatever reason, they may need to relocate. And they cannot take the pet with. Or maybe they, somebody gets ill and they develop uh, an illness or, you know, allergies. And now the pet needs to be removed. Whatever reason that you cannot take care of that pet anymore. When you are deciding to give that pet away to yourself, how possessed you were. When you got this cat or dog or rabbit or fish or whatever, um, a little monkey or whatever pet that you have, a little hamster, anything. There's lots of people keep little tortoise now as pets as well. When you got this pet, how did you feel? Be selective of who you give this pet away to as well. But be selective in a sense where you are also logical, not over-emotional. Don't ask for pictures of security. Because you should be knowing in person who are you going to give this animal away to. You are considering getting a pet. And maybe you are looking for a particular breed. That is totally up to you. You feel, I just want Y or Z pet. But go to animal shelters. There's many of them around, ever you love. Come to the website. No, in fact, I actually would say keep that one aside for now. Go into a registered website like the SPCA or go to animal shelters that you know of that are reputable. And please don't deal with people over the Internet. To bring one of Allah's creation in your home. Inshallah. Go and meet the little pet in person. You know, they say love at first sight for that feeling. Stay with the pet. Realize yourself with the pet. Then you make a decision. I handle this. Not just for now. A commitment that you have made. And you have that pet. If you are struggling and you cannot cope, there's no harm in contacting the person whom you got it from to say, can you please assist me, but I don't think I can manage. For whatever reason, you must remember there is going to be added expenses. There's food expenses, living expenses, because obviously you need a place where your pet can sleep. If your pet is, you know, an outdoor pet, again, it must be some a place that is safe allows for your pet to place in your play area. Obviously, you need to make expense. You need to consider expenses for medical needs. The human, apologies, this is a live, live, a live animal. animal is also going to get sick like we do. Do you have money for a vet? Can you afford buy the medication that you may need? Can you afford to groom your pet? Because you need to help to clean your cat, dog or rabbit or whatever pet that you have. So like I told you, please don't forget. Most importantly, do you have the time to look after this little animal Allah created? Will you have the time? Little animal. 
very, very important questions I would like for all my beloved listeners think about. Remember, there's lots of benefits to have a pet in the house. You have someone who's elderly. Sometimes they can be a little bit lonely. It's lovely for them to have a pet walking around in the house or a pet that's outside because pets are very loving, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Also for children with special needs, when they are around pets, remember pets give unconditional love. Animals love you unconditionally. It's a very beautiful feeling to have. To bring lots of positive energy into a home, alhamdulillah. Because like I said, remember, they are in constant remembrance of Allah. What? What a ni'mah. So it's not just about having a particular cat because it's fashionable. Or a particular dog because that's what social media influences are having. Or a particular breed of pet because I just want it because everyone else does. Taking on a responsibility. So remember this. That pet, creation of Allah. And I know I've repeated that so many times because that's what you need to remember. Using a name for your pet as well. Use a name that represents that particular pet's character. Use a name. When I mean character, their nature, their personality, taking into consideration um, their personality traits. Remember, time with an animal. Animal's going to capture your heart. So you brought an animal home. Ask yourself, what name would best describe so-and-so pet? And choose that name together as a family. It's special. Because a pet, sometimes you'll meet somebody and they'll say, oh, this is baby Aisha's pet. Or this is um, Amina's pet. Or this is um, uh, Yad's pet. What you should be saying. This is he or she is part of our family. Or these are poor fish and they are part of our family. Once you start accepting this little animal, these little animals out of your home, treating them such. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for everybody who has a pet to them. And enjoy the love and affection and positive energy that it brings into your life. And for those who are looking to get a pet, alhamdulillah, how fortunate are you to be able to share your love with God's creation. And for those of you who are struggling to get the pet that you want, patient, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending the right one for you. Be a little patient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our efforts. Remember, kindness to all of Allah's creation. Just human beings and animals as well. On behalf of myself, baby Aisha Lahe, my sound engineer, Yazdan, and to all the male listeners, wish you a beautiful week ahead. Very, very special days. Days of Shaban, please remember us in your du'as, forgive us for our shortcomings, and we will remember you in our du'as as well. Remember, next week, Saturday, part two of my interview was Fani Smart, he's hospital manager at Crescent Akiso Psychiatric Hospital in Randburg, and we will be continuing with our discussion about you raising a narcissistic child. Please do not forget to tune in. Podcast of my show will be available on Monday, inshallah, on Radio Islam International's website. Jazakallah khairan. Assalamu alaikum. Wa barakatuh.